ey, ey. Los pongo a bailar la pelúa. El que no baile, que lo despelucan. Hijo de puta, no me cuquen. Lean los números pa' que se eduquen. Yo no hago canciones, hago himnos pa' que no caducan. En este género yo fui un jaducan. Ey, y se extinguieron como los dinosaurios. Antes que me apague, se apaga el sol. Subimos y rompimos el ascensor. El prepa que les tiró el basol. Maldito conejo, ahora lo miro de arriba y de lejos. Ey, no contesto DM, no. Hablen con mi manejo, pero él también va a pichar. Te juro que yo no me quise embichar. Ey, le metí hasta mi crush. Ya me aburraste chichar y así soy Milly sin usar Richard. Yankee se retira y vamos a switchar. Voy a ser el jefe, me van a fichar. Mi nombre por siempre se me escucha porque estoy en mi pick. Estoy en mi pick. Soy un rey, campeón, busca el team. Estoy en mi pick. Estoy en mi pick. Mírame, lo que me convertí. Le molesta mi premio de compositor, pero es que ya nadie compone ninguna. Esta gente escribe en su casa. I have no idea what he's saying. But the people are raza. Shout out to Bad Bunny as well. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest edition of Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Always use your heads. And by using your heads, make sure you support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Because you're smarter than the average fan. How? Easy. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot and pick up an official ChairShot t-shirt. We've got something for everybody. Jesus did the job. Obviously, that's my personal fave. Hashtag journalism, save tag team wrestling, and many, many other cool designs. And listen, I speak from personal experience because I practice what I preach. I go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt to support the movement. And if you wear these melon farmers out, especially if you're out around wrestling fans, you're going to get over like Rover. I guarantee to you. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I wear my shirts and they get over. So make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and support the movement. And if you type in the code March Madness, you might get something off. I don't know, but you might. It won't work. You, you never know. You never know if you try. You don't know work. if you don't know if it's going to work until you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot that's to pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. That's where it won't right? work. Yeah, that, but that's right. Go there. Yeah, it might. Yeah. You never know. Remember, thechairshot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement, folks. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. Unfortunately, my brother from another mother, my mister from another sister, Andrew Belass, he's on assignment. But don't fret. If you hear my voice, you know his can't be far behind. Again, the resident Platt Whisperer and the commissioner extraordinaire, Jack Tunney, Poon Slayer Jack Tunney's nephew himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. PC Tunney. Oh, Mr. Platt, here we are. Pot is war. You and I today uh, going to have a nice, fun wrestling discussion. And uh, th- this feels a, li- a lot more relaxed than what we've been doing lately. We've been, we've, we've held our feet to the fire, you and I, and, and embarked on a nice project and been keeping up everything else along the way. So today is kind of a nice kind of sit back and shoot the shit kind of day. It is. I feel that. And damn you, Tunny, 
I had a idea and all of a sudden you volunteer me. You're the melon farmer. We commit a crime. You get caught. I'm hiding in the bushes and you'd be like, all right, Platt, come on out. They got us. <laughs> We're together forever. <laughs> That's hilarious. Go watch. Um, have you? Ever, I, I know you haven't seen this movie, but it's uh the Defiant Ones with Sidney Poitier and Tony Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. Yeah. No. And reminds me of us, I'll, but that's neither I'll, here nor I'll there. Put it on the list. Good movie, man. It's in black and white. I think it was made in the fifties or sixties, but good movie though. That don't bother me. Black and white don't bother me. Four three don't bother me. You know what we didn't mention coming up tomorrow on Mania Madness is how finally when we got to WrestleMania twenty four we got to watch it on the whole fucking screen. <laughs> 23 WrestleManias in like three weeks and they're all four by three that's hilarious I didn't even notice that yeah finally 2008 then WWE started broadcasting their pay-per-view or WrestleMania was broadcast in whatever it is 16 by 9 or whatever that dimension is that fills up your your nice 4k television or whatever you got going on these days the only dimensions I know in regards to wrestling are two by four Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. But make sure you guys check out Mania Madness tomorrow as well. It was a really good shoe, as Tony would say. We have uh, Mr. Mike Knox on there chopping it up with us regarding Mania's 19 through 24. I thought it was a really interesting discussion, so check that out. Yeah, between between Mike and Dave, you got two wrestling historians that are just very well versed in everything that they have experienced throughout their wrestling fandoms. So. Mike Knox brought his game. It was a really good conversation. Was that a bass backwards way to call them both old? No, because I'm, I'm here for that. Because I, I, they I, are. They're so older I'm, than us, and and we're getting old, <laughs> so we got to pick on whoever we can pick on, right? <laughs> but no, that was not. That was that was just that was a that was a shoot for you, brother. That uh, it's a good if you want to if you want a good wrestling conversation about the era of WrestleMania from 19 to 24, check out Mania Madness. You might have to listen to it in installments like Zach Just Zack Snyder's Justice League. You might have to watch it in installments, but we're here for you every single week, baby. He's right, and I'm, I'm just talking shit. Shout out to both Dave and Mike Knox. It was a very interesting conversation, and it was nice to have those two knowledgeable brothers on to chop it up about those particular manias. It was a really good show. I, I will say that. So check it out. And check them out all. Check all of them out. Shit. As much work as Tony and I are putting in, go watch them shits if you support us, man. You ain't even got to listen. Just turn it on in the background and just have it on so we can get the plays wherever podcasts are found. There you go. Yeah, you don't even have to listen to it. Like, we're, we're all on the Pat McAfee line. Just pull that bitch up on your browser, put it on mute, and let it play through, okay? We appreciate that. Whatever you got to do, right? No big, no big deal. And then do it to your, your, your cubicle next to you. Do it to their computer. They won't even know. Hide the tab. Whatever works. All right, let's, let's take a quick break. We come back and talk about some wrestling. How about that? This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. So Fastlane was something that happened. You seem less than enthused, really? No, I didn't mind it. It was fine. I think the biggest thing I was disappointed in is this. Let's let's talk about the whole Bray Wyatt Pizza the Hut coming back. I mean, how long are we gonna have to? <laughs> how long how long are we gonna have to live with this horseshit? Can we free Alexa Bliss back into the women's division? It's much needed. And can you just take that shit off of him and let him be a fucking wrestler? I mean, good God, I, I just it's just one goofy ass thing after another. 
And that's my opinion on, on that whole line of bullshit. It was the same crappy shit. You know, the fireballs and, and the, the, the choking the black shit out of Randy Orton and everything else. Where where do we go from here? What What's next now? Apparently, we need to call Mel Brooks, and he'll be able to uh, book the rest of this feud, right? <laughs> so my, my biggest concern with Fastlane, or my biggest gripe with Fastlane, is that I initially tried to watch it on the Peacock Network, and I was having some technical issues. Number one, it took me a minute to log in, and then the sound was going in and out. Because uh, so initially I tried to pull it up on the network and they told me, oh, well, we're at Peacock now. So you got to sign in and do all of this shit. And I'm like, I don't want to do all that shit. I have Peacock through my cable provider. We'll go to Peacock. So we went to Peacock and yeah, the sound was fucking up. So I ended up having to go back to the network to watch the show and Hmm. be able to listen to the show. So preferably they'll get that worked out within the next three weeks, but off to a bumpy road. But I mean, that's why Fastlane is here anyway, right? To kind of smooth out the kinks before we get to Mania, right? Well, they better get their shit together. You're going to have a lot of people streaming uh, April 9th and 10th, or 10th and 11th. You know, you're going to have a lot of people streaming over there. I would imagine some of the Hall of Fame stuff is going to be on there. And what's what's kind of depressing to me is, and, and Dave brought this up, is the fact that that whole library is not going to transfer over. So you're going to have less of a library over there. So, I mean, I, I enjoy going into the deep cuts, but, I mean, you're going to have to get it. I haven't done it yet. I know you did. I, I wasn't still on the WWE Network. I, I think I'm just going to ride with that until I have to switch over. I think, when does that die? April 3rd? So, yeah, something like that, yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said, they better get their shit together. I am looking forward to going over to that, though, spending the same amount of money and getting some more NBC content because – you're still going to get your... you got the Icon series coming up, right? Uh, the Yokozuna was the first one. I think Beth Phoenix drops this Sunday. We're going to get RVD on there as well. He's going to be nominated into the Hall of Fame this year as well. Uh, Kane was just announced. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm dragging my feet on it. But, yeah, that sucks to hear that there's problems. So give me the Cliff Notes version because I didn't read the whole press release and everything I have to do. Again, I do have Peacock through my cable provider. Shout out to Xfinity. It's about time you did something right. So do I... You don't have to do do anything. If you have Peacock already and you're a WWE Network subscriber, your subscription Mm -hmm. just runs out and you're done and you're gone from there and it's not going to get renewed. And all you do is go sign up for Peacock. When you sign up for Peacock, you got to pay $4.99 a month in order to get the WWE content. Now you can pay $9.99 a month and get get it without commercials. But I also heard that for four ninety nine a month during WWE pay-per-views, there will no be no Peacock-injected commercials. It'll just be whatever WWE is running there. So if you're not worried about commercials for extra content outside of watching pay-per-views, then spend 4 bucks, 5 bucks. I'm probably going to jump on that nine ninety nine train because I'm looking forward to some of the content that they have that is you have to pay for. And I've been kind of saving that because of, there's a billion streaming services, right? And something new comes out all the time. So if I can kind of save that for the summer... When things slow down a little bit, I think Peacock will be beneficial. So you can just tell me you don't know. That's okay, you know. You could say that. I just told you. No, no, no. You totally negated the conversation. I told you that I already have Peacock. Yeah. Well, it's not for free because I, I pay an arm and a leg through so my you don't have to. Provider. I said you don't have to do anything. Your subscription but, will just run out. Okay, that's great. But do I have to pay that initial fee in order to get the commercial free shows? Or can or do I automatically just have the premium? You have to find out what kind of level of service you got for free through whatever provider you have. Man, for 300 bucks a month, which is what I pay for cable, shout out to my mom. That's the only reason I have cable. I bet not have to pay a goddamn thing. 
for the WWE Network. So in other words, I'm going to have to go read that press release because you don't know. Thank you, though. I, well, I don't know about your spe- specific cable provider. <laughs> Call them up. Sit on, sit on hold for a half a fucking hour. Oh, yeah. Let them let them talk a bunch of shit to you for 10 minutes. And then at the end of that conversation, if they don't give you what you want, threaten to cancel. And then they'll probably give it to you. Thank you, because I want to sit on the phone for half an hour and then have to talk to Habib, who's going to tell me his name is John, and try to feign an American accent. Yeah, that's how I want to spend my evening, sir. Hey, Kriba, we got the job for you. (laughs) Yeah, she ain't going to do it. She don't like talking to anybody on the phone. So anytime there's some sort of phone interaction, I have to do it by default, no matter what it is, from ordering a pizza to ordering a plumber. I have to do it. I believe in you. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> but back, back to Fastlane, though. Yeah, the Bray thing, this is completely and utterly ridiculous. I don't know. He came back burnt to a crisp. I, I don't know where they go from here. Obviously, they're going to have a match at Mania. But, PC, can you really have a totally normal one, two, three wrestling match after y- you have set each other on fire? I mean, what, what are they going to do? Yeah. Where I- do they go? I'm, I don't know, and that's that was my whole thing is, like, what do you do? And you got him in this such ridiculous gear. Like, he looks like, I don't even know. It's horrible. He looks like he looks like the Paul Mollive guy who put on his fucking dishwashing gloves and fell into a vat of acid and came out. And it's some kind of B-minus movie, right? Like, oh, well, we just melted marshmallows and they flew down his face. Like, he was, you know, it's like, this is so bad. I feel bad for, for Bray Wyatt because of where this has gone. I thought The Fiend was okay. But it's just, like, inside, he's got to be dying to just be Husky Harris again. <laughs> he looks like if you've ever set a napkin or a paper towel on a fire. That's what the feed looks like. And shout out to Bray Wyatt. I mean, this is the second character that got organically over. And WWE, for whatever reason, completely fucked it up. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good. Let's let's move on. There's not much meat on this bone until we get to see what they're actually going to do with it. Um, until then, free Alexa Bliss will be my 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 new chant for for the women's division because they certainly need some help over there. Let's talk about uh, the possibility. Let's talk about the big news. It's likely we're going to get a triple threat. We're going to get Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. Um. I was hoping to get the one-on-one match with Edge and Roman Reigns, but I can't. How how can I really argue or be mad about them injecting Daniel Bryan into these festivities? I mean, this is like putting hot sauce on food. Yeah, you don't need it. The food is great just as is, but it adds a little something extra to it. So I'm not complaining. I think this is going to end up being a much better wrestling match than if it would have just been Edge and and Roman Reigns. Not that they couldn't have put one on, but, you know, we've been going over the WrestleManias, and you think about the Shawn Michaels, uh, Triple H, Chris Benoit match we talked about, which which if Chris didn't, if that didn't all happen, that could have been talked about as one of the greatest wrestling matches ever still. I mean, that, that match was excellent. I think you can get that same dynamic with these three guys, right? I mean, Roman and Daniel Bryan are, are fairly familiar with each other. Edge is just excellent with timing and and telling a story inside of that ring so put it all together you know you have a way to get the belt off of roman if you need to send him off to hollywood to do a movie or something right now and otherwise you can keep people clean you got so many people inside that ring together 
oh, no, don't take the belt off of Roman. Roman should have the belt for at least the next two years. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but they, hey, they should. I want him to walk into, you know, Hollywood in, in 39 exactly. with the, in the, on the same title run he's on right now to face The Rock, right? That That's that's my yes. whole thing. That's I'm cheering for that. So I want Roman to continue to win. But who's to say he's not going to do a movie between now and the next two years, right? I mean, the guy might need some time off. So who knows? Who knows? I, I'm here for it, though. Yeah, I'm not disappointed about that. It's going to be a great match. One thing that did piss me off, though, because I had this initial thought when I was watching Fastlane and then I get on social media and everybody else had my same thought as well. I was thinking they could run back WrestleMania 10. So maybe night one, Roman faces Daniel Bryan, and then the winner of that main events night two versus Edge. But I don't don't think they're going to do that. I, I think triple threat is the way they're going to go. That's something they could do. I know they already announced that. Well, before they, they haven't said that Daniel Bryan's in this match yet, right? It, we're all speculating on this still, but they, they have will said, by tomorrow. They have they have said that Roman and Edge is going to be Sunday, and that Drew and Bobby Lashley and Bianca and Sasha will both be on Saturday. So now, who's going to main event Saturday? Are the women going to get the main event Saturday, or does Vince need Drew to win that belt in the main event? So I'll tell you this, man. I have a little smidget of insider information. And from inception, it was always going to be Sasha and Bianca made of inning night one. But at that time, the WWE title match was going to be Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. But since the ascension of Bobby Lashley, obviously this match is a much bigger deal now. So I don't know where they go with that. I did see earlier in the past couple of days that there's a hashtag out there hashtag what is it Bianca Sasha main event whatever whatever which if that's the case I actually have to give props to WWE because I I don't think this is some organic shit I think they threw that out there to gain support for main eventing with Sasha and Bianca I do wish they would have gave us more of a main event level storyline surrounding this match even though I love Reggie but it is what it is but I think this is their thing. I think this is their bird box. I mean, you, why do you think everybody was watching Bird Box a few years ago? Or everybody was uh, eating Popeye's chicken sandwiches all of a sudden and shit like that. Like, nothing on social media is organic anymore. They know how to pull our strings. That's why this country is so goddamn divided right now. Because everybody is in their own little world, in their own little box, and social media is feeding into whatever the fuck you think you know or whatever the fuck you think you believe. And that's why we're so divided right now. So it's the same damn thing. These motherfucking corporations and companies know how to manipulate us. And I think they're doing this here with this hashtag Bianca and Sasha or whatever the fuck the hashtag is. I think it's personally brilliant because we're they're playing us. So if it gets enough traction, maybe they do put the women on at the main event on Saturday, even though that was always the plan. But now the fans feel as if, oh, yeah, we put that into fruition. We made that happen because we wanted to see these two black women excel. Yes, queen. So shout out to WWE. They're working us again. And if not, hey, man, we get Drew and Roman, or Drew and um, Bobby Lashley as the main event on Saturday. I'm not mad at that either. Let's stay with the women's division. I want to ask you about, we'll, we'll, we'll start with Charlotte, and we'll, we'll work our way to Andrade. So Charlotte has COVID, and <laughs> I, I threw out the air quotes. I believe she has COVID, but, like, how fucking convenient, right? Like, you know, anyway, so Charlotte has COVID, and apparently Andrade said a day or two ago that in four days she should be clear. So let's just say she's clear. Does she get injected into WrestleMania here? 
That's what it smells like. It's, it smells like another triple threat. That's that that's that was my first reaction when Rhea Ripley came out and announced Charlotte had COVID. Yada yada yada. Oscar needs a dance partner for WrestleMania. Okay, that's going to be a great match. I would like that. It's fresh. It's new, and both of those ladies can work, and they could have an incredible match. But I think somehow, some way, the Queen gets inserted into that storyline, and it's going to be a triple threat. The the storyline that you mentioned that could be good for Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman Reigns, I think, could be better used for Rhea Ripley. Maybe she defeats Charlotte on Saturday and defeats Asuka on Sunday, and you really get to showcase Rhea Ripley the entire weekend. That'd be great. You just created another star. Because that woman is clearly a star. We all see it. I wouldn't mind that. Do I think that's where they're going to go? Well, you know what? I don't know, though, man, because they've only got about, what, four or five matches that have been announced, and that's a big-ass roster they have, so you got to think they're going to try to get as many people on there as possible, and they have two nights to work with. So, yeah, maybe so. We're still going to get the – I mean, did we get the Battle Royals last year, the men's and women's, right? We we didn't, but that's because there weren't fans there. Oh, that's right. And they – you know, uh, WrestleMania was taped before a live studio audience, and there was no live studio audience. But you know what I mean. Like, the whole show was taped in advance. I am, I am so ready, though, to have 25,000 people safely cheering on the wrestlers at WrestleMania. I think – it's going to feel great just to watch that. You know, I'm super excited for Saturday. I wish it was just Saturday, but, you know, neither here nor there. I, I hate the fact that it's two nights, and I don't care what you say, Greg. I still hate it, okay? Too bad. Hey, man, if the alternative is between an eight-hour work shift-ass WrestleMania is a two-night mania, I'm here for it. Give me three and a half, maybe four hours each night. Cool. I could rock with that. Yeah, I, I, the problem is, is we're probably going to get the two-hour pre-show and the four-hour. We're going to get six hours each day, unfortunately. <laughs> so that's 12 hours, which, you know, hey, more is better, right? Well, the pre-show's a choice. You know that, right? You know what? You and Greg can just, <laughs> just you stuff your saris in a sack, mister, in the words of George Costanza. Stuff your saris in a sack? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Um, a couple other notes on Fastlane, though. We have to give props to Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins because Shinsuke brought his work boots to the arena that evening, and they had a really good match. Even though it's not going to amount to anything, I enjoyed them. They have good chemistry together because their Survivor Series match, I think it was 2017, when, whenever it was, that was really good as well. Can we get, um, can we get maybe a Cesaro, Shinsuke, Seth Rollins and find another bad guy, Fatal 4-Way, number one contender match or something like that? Can we make it important? Um, that's not going to happen. But did you see the poster? Did you see where Seth is on the poster? He's this tiny little guy in the eye of the skull. Did you see that? I thought that's fucking brilliant. That's hilarious. Gives him something else to bitch about, right? No, he came out and he was like, he he, he tweeted, he goes, check out the poster or something, front and center. And he did a, the picture he posted was a total zoom shot of him in there instead of the wide shot. Why can't they find a personality for this guy? Because, I mean, in ring, he's so talented, but I don't feel like any of his personalities really hit. Yeah, the whole Messiah thing I'm not a huge fan of. I, I like the I like the different suits he's wearing now. I'm kind of into that. It's kind of cool to see what he's going to yeah. wear the next week. So maybe we'll get something there. I, I don't think it really may. I think Seth Rollins is more about, storyline-wise, it's about him being a chaser. And actually, he might be the one guy that's better with the belt, to be honest with you, the guy being chased. So... 
That's always difficult, but like you said, he, he, he puts people over in the ring. He does a great job in there. I'm always interested. His voice, though. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a, a white Steve Urkel. It's just whiny Be- and do you irritating. Think Becky, multiple times at home, just walks up to him. It's like, puts her finger right on his lips. Shh. You don't have to say nothing, baby. <laughs> I would. Shit, I think Becky the one fucking him in the ass, but that's neither here nor there. Whatever kinks you're into, man, I'm not I'm not going kink shame whatsoever. You think I could, but, yeah, you, she's the man. You think she's I could, the man. You think I could get that over for a title? Probably not. Damn, that would be a, <laughs> be a good one. Yeah. But she's literally the man, yeah. She probably plays. You think wrestlers play their theme music while they're fucking? Because I feel like I would. I'd have my belt on, and I'd be playing my theme music while I was fucking. Maybe that's just how they enter. They they actually have an entrance. Or that, the, yes. They actually or have that, yeah. <laughs> have, have some sparklers in their hands and shit like that, uh, making a whole thing, you know? Man, and if it's anything like Hulk Hogan from, like, the, the late single-digit manias, they're already working before the song's over, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hulk song still playing. He grabs a titty or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, I can see. It. Yeah, rips off the bandana and rips off the bra. Or no, he rips off the bandana. She does the Hulk t-shirt thing with the bra. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. There's something here, man. There, there. We got some. We're on to something here. Wow, it's your new section on Pornhub, WWE. <laughs> hey, man. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Oh boy. Oh boy. That works, I suppose. You know, we gotta talk about that too, right? Yeah, I mean, what is? it's just another attempt of WWE to stuff them down fans' throats that don't want them around anymore. I mean, how do you think Titus feels about it? You know how Titus feels about it. He was one of the main guys after Hulk came into the locker room and gave that bullshit apology. Titus went to social media and said he felt a certain way about it. And poor Titus, because, I mean, what are you going to do? I, you know what I mean? Literally, like, there's what, what are you going to do? Poor guy. And, I mean... Controversy aside, let's put the controversy aside for a second. I just don't see what type of value monetarily that Hulk Hogan has in 2021. And then when you couple that with the controversy, it's like, what the fuck? Why would you even do this? Especially when you're entering this new partnership with Peacock. And I just watched the Saved by the Bell reboot with the transgendered woman and and the, the Latino lead and the black Latino. And you know how... Everybody's on this diversity train and trying to be, you know, quote unquote woke for lack of a better term. How do you think that's going to go over with your new business partner? I just, I don't understand. What if Titus calls him out and just body slams him in the ring and everybody just fucking cheers? I'm here for that. That ain't gonna happen, but you know what I'm saying. No. It's, it's just, it like you said, there, there's, I mean, unless somebody at NBC wanted this to happen, you know, uh, but. I, you would think that there are so many more options for them, right? I mean, like, what's... Ric Flair's right there. What's what's Austin doing? How much more was Austin? Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. You know? How much would it be? How much would it be to... Why can't Shawn Michaels do it? All those kids look up to Shawn Michaels. Shawn doesn't do well in those... That's true, but Sean doesn't do well in those capacities. But that's he's doing what, announcing or stuff like that. That's, that's not his bag. But that's what Titus is there for. Titus is actually does so much work behind the scenes with WWE and outreach to communities and things of that nature. That guy does tons and tons of shit for them, you know, and, and he's a really great guy. I can't imagine he wouldn't do a good job at being the main host guy. There's other people, though, as well that you could – I mean, what, 
Undertaker, the whole gimmick is dead. Come on out, Mark Calloway's hosting WrestleMania. Fucking a, man. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Ric Flair could have been that ambassador guy, but I like your Stone Cold idea because I mean, what else is he doing? You might as well throw him out there. You know, but it is what it is, man. And and WWE has done this before as well when they had the New Day induct the Freebirds into the Hall of Fame, trying to kind of circumvent some of the controversy. And let's be let's keep it a buck too, Tony. The average WWE viewer right now is what, 50, 53 years old? They're still Hulkamaniacs. I mean, from a from strictly as someone who's grown up on all the nostalgia and the time we were born and the age we were when everything came along, like, as a wrestling fan, like, I don't mind seeing Hulk Hogan, right? I don't understand why it's necessary right now, right? And I can understand why people are upset about it. Do I think that... He should be having this spot? No. But as a wrestling fan, I'll probably, like, I like listening to the music and seeing the wrestler guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's, to me, it's it's more it's more like the sporting kind of thing. Like, there's people in sports that are not great people, but I still, or haven't done, or have done bad things, right? But I still want to see them perform. So I think maybe that's the line they're going on. It's It's definitely a bridge I would not have crossed. Sorry, Hulk. You know, we've tried. The people have spoken. There's no point here. Like I said, there there had to have been so many other people. What about Trish Stratus or something like that? Why can't we have a female? Well, probably because she's in Canada. And if you come down from Canada, there's like a two-week quarantine. Same reason why we don't have Cena or Brock at this mania. But listen, man, I grew up a Hulkamaniac. So I understand. And, you know, even though I feel about him how I feel about him, I'm not going to eat your lunch because you get excited when you see Hulk Hogan. I get it. The nostalgia factor is Hulk fucking Hogan. I get that. You know, I've got friends that are excited to see him down there that are actually going down there to Mania, and they're excited to see Hulk. I'm not going to eat anybody's lunch about that. I just feel a certain way about it, especially this particular Mania, which is probably the blackest Mania they've ever had. I mean, we have the possibility of two black women headlining night one. We've got the ascension of Bobby Lashley. You got New Day and almost or almost playing or fighting for the WWE tag titles. Like, there's a lot of color on this card, and it just seems like I, I don't know, man. It just it seems kind of tone deaf. I completely agree with you, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But that's what they want to do, and it's not going to infect my enjoyment of Mania whatsoever. It's WrestleMania, so fuck them. I'm not trying you know, to. I'm, I'm not trying to run away from that conversation. I think we've pretty much both agree on. There's a better option. It's kind of pointless, and you know, it's just not a great thing. You brought up the new day, and you brought up Omas. Almost. I, I am. I am <laughs> so. I am so here for AJ and Omas against the new day. It's. It is awesome to me. Uh, and speaking of someone else, a lot of people may not like for certain reasons matt riddle continuing to call aj the skipper was fucking phenomenal on raw he's like hey skipper bro and then he's like how long ago was that that's like survivor series it's like five months ago and then you get the new day coming out and being like all right what's his favorite color you know like saying you don't know him and and then almost played along i was so here for that that was such a great segment i i can't wait to see what the big guy can do in the ring i'm interested to see what he's gonna come out in what's he gonna what's his ring gear gonna be that's a great question. What is his ring gear going to be? I'm thinking singlet on the Andre the Giant Big Show side of the game. 
I'm thinking. Or maybe I'm, he could do the um Kali thing. You think the Kali thing with long tights and the open exposed chest? I think he's got the black jeans and a tank top on. I don't think he goes wrestling gear. Mm. Oh, so we you going Moxley? No, I'm going more of a like a like a. Oh man, I just don't see him putting on a singlet or anything else. I don't even see him going like Kevin Nash route, right, with the pants and then up top. Yeah, no. So that's the Mox, the 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 white beater and the G Mox. All right, whatever. I don't. That's I don't not really, the Mox. I don't. Yeah, I really don't like to pigeonhole people like Moxley. <laughs> Pigeonholes himself <laughs> with one single character. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm with you, though, Tony. I'm interested to see what the big man can do. And they've got some guys, some talented guys in the ring that can kind of bump around and create movement and make this enjoyable. Yeah. And, I mean, they've got to do something with them eventually, right? they got to shoot or get off the pot or see what they got with them. I think it's a great build, what they're doing. I mean, to me, it's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most for WrestleMania. So, Where's Yapik Kodo? Whatever happened to him? Oh, Dabakato? Dabakato, <laughs> right? Was that his name? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just I, did that because Yapikoto passed away, transitioned a few weeks ago, and oh. he was a, a very underrated actor, so I wanted a, a way to give him his props in R.I.P. You would know him from the first Alien movie. He was the only black guy in it. Okay. I'll have to go back yeah. and check that out. And if you ever watched, uh, there was a, a show that came on in the 90s called Homicide. I think it was on NBC. He was on. He was in that as well. But, okay, you know him from the first Alien. He was the black guy. Gotcha. Well, R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Very underrated actor. Most likely R.I.P. to Double Kato's wrestling career. I don't know. Maybe he's in NXT. I, how about how about them adding the the locomotive train sound to Braun Strowman's move when he runs around the? How about it? I mean, come on. That's some clever shit, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what what the fuck? I don't like, know. Like they slimed him. Shane's been calling him stupid. That being said, I'm looking forward to the match because you know Shane's going to do some crazy shit, but what the fuck? DP is absolutely disgusted with the storyline. He cannot <laughs> understand, no, like legitimately cannot understand why in this day and age with everything that's going on, you would come out and, and, and do the stupid thing. I, I'm not as disgusted as he is, but I'm not probably as good a person as he is either, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Not, yeah, I'm here for the Shane thing. I mean... People need to understand Braun Strowman is probably never going to get the belt again. He's basically in the big show kind of cane lane where he's the big guy. That's his thing. So get used to it. That's where he's at in the like big show or cane or even Mark Henry. They can heat him up as need be if they need him to main event a pay-per-view or something like that. But yeah, this is his lane. I And I wouldn't even put him on the level of a Mark Henry or Kane yet. Like he's... He, he still seems like he, he seems nervous like being his character in having a, a interaction with Shane in a, in a segment right I mean like how can you be nervous about just being angry someone's calling you stupid like just fucking talk shit back to him like he's stumbling still it's been too long Braun you need to find a different character if you can't do this one because it ain't working for me or slam him on his head. He talking about, I've been bullied. Number one, he talks like he got a bag of dicks in his throat. Well, I've been bullied like people like you my whole life. Well, that's why you Is lifted that like weights, a... Bron. That's why you lifted houses and boulders and shit. So you can slam those melon farmers on their heads. Okay, like if that's a... the case. Is it like a bag of chicken or is it like baguettes where the top tips are all sticking out of the top of the bag? No, it's like uh, it's like 46 turkey penises just sticking right there, right below the Adam's apple. Just enough where he... <sighs> And it, they hawk up, but they don't 
come up all the way. You know what I mean? That that's what it sounds like to me. Well, we got a title. But yeah, just slam him on his head. Hell, that's why people become cops. Because they got bullied. They lift a couple of weights after they get out of high school. Now they want to exhort their authority on other people. It was go yeah, go be a cop then. Oh, if man. you're mad about people like Shane McMahon bullying you. I did a bunch of push ups today and I don't feel like lifting anything. Yeah, but you're also a hothead. You've been whipping asses for the last thirty years, so there's that. Come on, we don't have to <laughs> let's let's take a commercial. We'll come right back. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time, Welcome to WrestleMania! Hey folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on TheChairShot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday only on the Chairshot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com Always use your head. Welcome back, folks. Pot is war. Two-man show today. Andrew Belaz out on assignment. We need to get his back ass back in on assignment. Uh, hopefully next week. But, yeah, it, Mr. Platt, Velvet Pipes, and your commissioner, PC Tunney, here with you. Let's run down some other storylines outside of the WWE that we'll, we'll just kind of do a lightning round thing with. This is Andrew's gig where he just kind of makes us all sound a little bit smarter because Chris and I are really only experts on WWE. We, Chris watches a lot more than I do. I tend to try and just pay attention, but Andrew actually knows his shit. So let's start where Andrew knows his shit best. That's New Japan. The New Japan Cup is done and over with. Osprey goes on to win the tournament, and now at Sakura Genesis, he will be facing Kota Ibushi for that combined brand new IWGP championship. Yeah, I didn't see that going this way. First and foremost, they actually had an earthquake at the show. I believe it was Saturday, which I hope everybody's okay. Like, that's some crazy shit. Can you imagine being at a wrestling show or even wrestling during a wrestling show and all of a sudden out of the blue, there's a goddamn earthquake that occurs. And I it's see. not even John yeah. Tenta. It's like for real. <laughs> yeah, like a real earthquake, not not a working earthquake. This was a shoot quake, okay? 
That'll work you quick. Because over there, yeah, you're more, more, more likely to get monsoon over there, but you got, or typhoon, but you got earthquake. Monsoon, shout out. Yeah, no, monsoon has uh, not been over there in quite a while. I meant typhoon, sorry. Neither is he. I don't think he's with us anymore either, is he? Good old tugboat. Is he still alive? I don't know. I think John Tenta's left us. Yeah, I know Tenta's out of here, and obviously Gorilla transition, but I don't know about uh, Typhoon. But yeah, this this outcome was was shocking to me because we talked about it before the New Japan Cup hit. I thought this was a brilliant opportunity to elevate Shingo Takashi. Fred Ottman is al- Fred Ottman is alive and well. Good for him. What's he doing with himself? Real estate or construction? It don't matter. He's still here. He's still breathing. Fuck yeah, it. He don't Do you think, Fred? He, he don't look horrible. No, he doesn't look horrible at all. Yeah. So shout out to him. No neck, but whatever. He never had one. <laughs> shout out to Fred Ottman, man. Just by just still being here. Way to, way to hang in there. <laughs> way to sustain life, Fred Ottman. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, just keep taking your vitamins, bro. But yeah, I thought this was going to be a opportunity to ele- elevate Shingo because I think he's a top guy. I'm that bullish on Shingo. I really love to watch him wrestle. And I think eventually he will be in that mix. But they were trying to push Osprey. They were elevating him right before the whole world went to hell, i.e. the pandemic. So I guess they're just picking up where they left off. And it'll be a good match. Obushi versus Osprey. Yeah. I'm here for that. I can smoke a bag of that. Do you see Why not? Uh, you got? Do you think? No, I, was, nah, I don't think so no, either. I don't no. think so either. They did too much hot potato last year with the belt. You got to keep it on a bushy for at least the, the next calendar year, at least till we get to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. All right, all right. Well, let's keep it moving here. NWA was back for the attack. If you uh, missed any of the match results from that or you want to know AJ Belaz's opinion he's our NWA guy go back to the chairshot.com and check out his report results and analysis on that Nick Aldis still your NWA champion a lot of people are talking about what's Thunder Rosa's status going to be with NWA seeing as how she's basically not only one of the best top talents as far as women go in AEW but in the whole fucking AEW company I would say Thunder Rosa would probably be one of your top 10 talents Let's start here, though. Greg DeMarco brings up a very, very interesting question. Who the fuck comes back with their with a pay-per-view and it goes up against WWE, by the way? Yeah, they didn't read the room well on that one, did they? <laughs> it's a tough time right now because there's so many great weekends happening. You, you talk about what happened the weekend before we had big UFC. Next weekend we have big UFC. You had Sparkler Fest. You got Fastlane. I mean... There's a whole bunch of weekends being occupied by a bunch of different companies. I would imagine the date worked for their venue, and they said, fuck it, we'll put it on in the afternoon. People already, people are watching WWE already paid for it. It's not like they're double dipping. They already have their subscription. So I don't know how much the pay-per-view was, but I don't know. I'd like to see the buy rate on that one because everything you're saying makes sense. Like, where are they going to fit in? And that's kind of been their whole thing since they came back. Where do they fit in? The pandemic... I think it. Uh, I want to say AEW because, well, wrestling in general needs an audience, but that AEW audience added something to it. But I think that the NWA suffered probably more than anybody during the pandemic because it was a wrap. 
and all the goodwill and the momentum that they have built up because it was a really good show. I mean, week in and week out, it was probably the most consistently good wrestling show out there, period, bar none. But now nobody gives a shit, and nobody even probably remembers. That's probably why they, you know, they, they got their deal with Fight TV so they can try to bring in some revenue. But I don't really know. What, what, I mean, what were you supposed to do? They were between a rock and a hard place. Because I want to say, well, they could have did it on Saturday, but we had the tournament going on. When could they have fit this in? Yeah, I, it's just tough, especially a smaller company like that. I'm sure they don't have as many options. The good thing for them, NWA Power is going to be coming back, so that should really, you know, that that's their bread and butter. What they do there is so very unique, and I think they do it really well, so I'm looking forward to that coming back. They need fans, though, Tony. Power with no fans is... It's not going to work. I, I would imagine they'd be able to get some kind of capacity in there, considering where we're at right now. I mean, hey, if you're vaccinated and you want to come down to an NWA power taping, it's free. You just got to show, you know, prove you're vaccinated, check your temperature. I mean, look at what they're doing. I thought I saw something that... Oh, I think the Miami Heat are doing this. They're coming up with two sections that are closer to the court, and they're for strictly for people who have been vaccinated. Like, mm, sports teams should start doing that, right? Like, hey, if, it's gonna, it's an interesting conversation to have, and I've had it with with my parents and relatives and, and my friends and, and other people that I know. Like, are you going to get vaccinated? Like, have you been vaccinated? You know, what, what, what are you going to do about it? So a lot of people, it depends on their age. Some people, it depends on their health. I don't know. So it's just very interesting. We'll see how that's all going to happen coming up in the future here. And, you know, the more I think about it, I forgot that they do tape here in Atlanta. And Atlanta was on lockdown for about eh, roughly six and a half minutes. So, uh, yeah, they're they're going to have fans there when they start taping. I'm sure they'll try to take some sort of precautions, but you're, you're right. So I've had plenty of time to talk about our last topic here. Uh, it actually happened just after we recorded last week and we'd be remiss if we didn't get your thoughts on Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker the hardcore match that they had well we do have one more topic we need to touch upon but okay. we'll get to, okay sorry you know what I'm talking about oh yeah 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 we never brought it up we'll save that for last okay yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. my bad shout out to friend of the show Thunder Rosa I, I enjoyed speaking with her I enjoy everything about her I enjoy her work so seeing her main event last week's AW or AWA Jesus Christ last week's AEW Dynamite against Britt Baker St. Patrick's Day Slam I was tickled pink and those women went out and they put on a hell of a match I was a little uncomfortable maybe this is just the man thing in me I was a little uncomfortable seeing women bleed that profusely but I mean you can't take that away from the match they went out there and they did that and I'm glad that Thunder Rosa is getting her shine finally because she should have been in the big time she's that damn good there was a tweet someone had an old picture of Mel Gibson next to um, who played uh, Jesus in the in the cruise in the um, uh, Jim Jim Cathizel or some shit like that somebody correct me Jim Cath- Cavizel or something. Yeah, I got it. I know what you're saying. So it's Mel Gibson standing there with like something looking over, and Cavizel's there with with the blood running down his face and everything and the hair. And it's like the caption is like Adam Cole showing Britt Baker how he's explaining to the internet community that his girlfriend's a badass or something, right? It's like, (laughs) oh, that's pretty good. Nice. Um, 
I, I said it before, I, I was not a fan of Britt Baker and her in-ring performances. She has a really good character. She's very good at that. And now this kind of goes, hey, if you can do this, something like this, you need to you need to start getting better at the small stuff because you got something here, right? So for, yeah. for Mick Foley to come out and give it the thumbs up, that's that's pretty huge. So That says a lot, man. And, yeah, the, both of those women worked hard. And I'm with you. I've always been a Britt Baker fan. I knew she had the charisma. She's attractive. She's in the character. When they switched her to the heel, I love that character. But she went out here. This is obviously the best match of her career. They went out there and they did that. So you got to give her her props. So, you know, everybody's kind of down on AEW's women's division. But these two women went out and proved, given the opportunity, maybe they can do some things, you know? I still think they need to build around Nyla Rose. I think that is your Rose, pun intended, that grew in the concrete. But And then go from there. But we'll see. Folks, a very brief break and we'll come back and talk probably one of the most interesting things that is happening in wrestling and could happen in the next 90 days. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's looking like sometime in June, Andrade will be able to attain whatever status he wants in any company besides the WWE. Because, I mean, ain't nobody saying no to him. Where do you, where do you see him going? Is it, is it AEW? Is it, is it Impact? Is it back to New Japan? It's a AAA? La Sombra coming back? What do we got? I honestly have no idea because the world is literally his oyster. If he wanted to work for all of them, he's in a position to do that. He's that good. And he does have some name value because he's coming off a WWE run. I just feel like this was a, and we say this a lot, this is a broken record when it comes to WWE. This was a wasted opportunity. It took him a while to find his footing in NXT, but then when, once they finally put him with uh, I, I would start to call her Selena De La Renta, which, same thing. Zelina Vega. Not being racist, but I mean, it's the same character. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. That was a hot act. That's a main event act. And listen, I know that some people were kind of down on him because he didn't speak the best English, but hey, I thought that's why you put him with Zelina, motherfucker! This dude is literally one of the best in-ring wrestlers in the industry. Now, if he does go back to La Sombra, I pray that he doesn't put the mask back on because he's also got matinee idol looks. Like, he's a handsome man. I think he's actually more good-looking good than Angel Garza, or, yeah, who they were high on, because Angel is too pretty boy. You know, Andrade looks like a grown-ass man. You know what I mean? So I, I wish it would have worked out better in WWE, but I have to bring this up, Tony. And I know sometimes you get uncomfortable when I bring up these things, but it bears saying or bears asking the question at least do you think that there might have been a little heat on him because of who he's dating and who he's engaged to and the fact that their queen was getting dicked down by this Latin lover you think that might have led to some of the pushback or some of the the fact that he they didn't do anything with him. Do you think he got a little heat backstage with that? I mean, keep in mind, it is pro wrestling, and that's a thing. No. 
I'm not denying that it's not a thing. I just don't think that's what happened. It's funny because you talk about he can't, he doesn't speak great English, or at least not, you know, on camera. Well, neither does Asuka, right? Um, who gives a shit? I mean, who gives a shit who he's married? I mean, you'd think that it would bring him in closer with someone like Hunter. And who knows, maybe just Vince didn't like him. You know, Vince has that sometimes. He just doesn't like you for so like, I.e., Christian, you know? And Christian's about as white as they fucking come. So I completely understand that, that those negative uh, thoughts and ideas or, or, or you know, impressions are probably being had by some of the higher-ups, but I, I would like to think that that's not why he didn't get pushed. Um, I don't really necessarily have an answer for you on that. I think he's going to go off on this wild tear. I hope he goes to Japan first, comes back and fucks around with some of the other smaller things around here, and then settles in at AEW. I, I would imagine he's he's probably not going to go too far away for too long if him and Charlotte are really going to are really together together. Yeah, I, I could see that. And if I'm AEW, as soon as that on the 89th day. I'm sending him a text message like, yo, what's good? Because he's probably got the biggest upside of anybody that has left WWE. You know what I mean? During the AEW period. Because, well, I sure mean, Jericho was already on the probably, way down. He's probably know? getting these calls already. I mean, they ain't got to wait 90 days to negotiate with him. He just can't be on TV, you know? <laughs> well, he's probably already got those calls. That's why he was requesting his release. We all know what it is, man. Tampering, yeah, it's a thing. But nobody adheres to that it is what it is but i mean this guy he's got such a huge upside uh, uh, just because what i said he's he's handsome he can wrestle and one thing about the latino market the latino brothers and sisters they will support their own and there's a huge latino base for professional wrestling latinos love professional wrestling so you if if, if done correctly you could print money with this guy well i seen a, i seen somebody throw out there uh, a good faction that i would like and you know maybe it's it it may be wrong to say that he should be put with with the uh, latino faction right away but what about if 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 selena vega comes back and he goes to aw and it's selena vega andrade and santana and ortiz get fed up with the inner circle and then we can kind of have those kind of going back and forth. I wouldn't be mad at that because she's great as well. She's a great talker. She looks good. And I loved, especially in NXT, when she would get involved in his matches, like the referee, would, his back would be turned and she'd hit somebody with a hurricane and stuff like that. That was a main event level act. And I knew they were going to fuck it up. They, they being WWE, I thought that they would see her as the star and kind of push him to the side. That was my prediction. But, I mean, now, lo and behold, neither one of them are with the company anymore. So, yeah, you need to get them back together ASAP. Well, let's put it this way. For us as wrestling fans, it'll be something that we get to experience in kind of the doldrums of the summer of, of wrestling. So, you know, something to look forward to in June when we're a couple months away from SummerSlam and a couple months past WrestleMania, for those of you that are wwe marks and shout out to andrade because he clearly wasn't happy with his position in aew and now he's been emancipated for lack of a better term so i'm sure he's going to be a lot happier and his quality of life is going to be a lot better as well and he's in that rare position where he literally will be able to write his own ticket and kids that's all you want to be able to do in this life okay you want to put yourself in a position where you're able to write your own ticket and remember it's not what you're worth. 
you never get paid what you're worth. You only get paid what you have the leverage to negotiate. So take those jewels with us. PC, I think that's about it, man. I'm excited that we're finally on the road to WrestleMania, and we even have some official matches for WrestleMania, so we'll see what they have coming down the pipe in these next three weeks. Hopefully it'll be an interesting ride, but either way, who cares? It's WrestleMania, (laughs) right? Why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you and everything you got going on? You can find me at PC Tony, and if you're turning into Chairshot Radio Network, odds are at some point you're going to hear my voice. I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Please continue to go to thechairshot.com, sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Everything you need there, always use your head. You know, and next week hopefully we'll get into a little bit more NXT talk because that's starting to heat up as well. Uh, we'll get that snowflake, snowflake son of a bitch back here, balls balaz. He's, he's two-week butt-chugging extravaganzas over with. He's going to be back. But, uh, no, we miss you. We miss you, Balls. And, um, yeah, another one in the books, CP. Balls, get your butt-chugging saltwater ass back to this goddamn show. God damn it, I said it. I butt-chug saltwater all the time. (laughs) You heard the man. Get your ass back here, man. Seriously, we miss you and we love you. You guys can find me on Twitter at TheRealCPlap. More importantly, again, I say it day in and day out, but it bears repeating. If you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out here at The Chair Shot that you love so much is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. All you got to do is go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot, peruse what we got. I guarantee you're going to find something you like, and if you wear it out, you're going to get over. I can guarantee you that. I speak from experience. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Remember, TheChairShot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement. Tony, I have enjoyed this, sir. I mean, we've known each other for so long, man. It's just like chopping up with a good friend, which literally that's just what we did. So, Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in. And make sure you check out Mania Madness tomorrow as well. That's a must-listen episode. If you appreciate everything we do, Check that out. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. For the Commissioner, PC Tunney, for the convalescing Andrew Snowflake Blaz, I am Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Pod is War. We're going to see you back here next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Carly. And Andrew, lay off the salt water. Son of a gun. Chairshot.com. Always.
use your head.